Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Claussen, and today I'm chatting all about early to bed and early to rise and how that can make you more productive. Sapphire training helps the -the on-the-go woman feel more energetic, find her inner peace, and become more powerful by creating a fitness lifestyle she loves. Today is Peaceful Power Practice number four. It's all about early to bed and early to rise. So I'm totally gonna be upfront. This is the first podcast I've ever re-recorded. I typically just roll with what comes out the first take, but I felt like I was just too wishy-washy with the first time I recorded this. Um, I really, this is one of my things that I've been struggling with, I guess, in general, especially online, because obviously my in-person clients, they know me and they know my um, things that I might not be too fond of, but then putting that out there online is just such a different um, feel and it's definitely more fearful. So when I put it out the first time, I felt like I was just too much like, do whatever you want, when really that's not Ayurveda. If I'm teaching you this, I can't say do whatever you want. I do want to teach you what Ayurveda says, and I'm doing you a disservice if I'm not saying that and I'm saying, do what works for you. And I felt like I kept saying but do what works for you. So I'm just going to preface this with do what works for you at the beginning, but I am going to share with you Ayurveda's best practices. And I'm going to be kind of unapologetic about it. And it might sound like tough love in some cases, or it might sound something like I could never do this, but that's how I kind of was when I first heard of some of these habits and, um, you know, what, three, four years later, I've now embraced them. So this is kind of my service is I want to put this out there and maybe you hear it today for the first time and you say, that's something I can't practice right now in my life, but down the road, maybe it will make its way back to you. So just preface all of that and take what you will, but I am not going to be, um, you know, apologetic. I am just going to be very much, Hey, this is what time they say to go to bed. This is what time you should be getting up to be the most productive person that you can be. So that's my preface on today's little talk. But first, I do want to share with you because I'm super excited. um, I have a quick 10-day like kind of freebie launch for my Hustle Muscle and Flow program. Um, Basically, I'm giving away four free workouts. And this is my um, signature online program. It's Hustle Muscle Flow. It is cardio. It is strength training kind of built into hit circuits. And that's kind of my best practices, what I do with my clients in person and myself. So these are workouts that I personally do and they're all 30 minutes or less and they are geared to be total body workouts. So you can do them from the comforts of your own home. All of these workouts just require either body weight or dumbbells. Now, again, when I lift with dumbbells and I don't want to kind of, I guess, lie or tell you not to do this, but you want to lift as heavy as possible. Cause I know a lot of people when they lift at home, they might only have 10 pound dumbbells and that's totally awesome. And that's a great starting point. But when those start to feel light or you notice that your results are stalling, a lot of the times you need to pick up heavier dumbbells. So I do have my in-person clients. Um, you know, I am up front and I'm like, Hey, you guys, you need to get heavier weights now. So after the 10 pounds gets to start to feel a little bit light, go for not even just the 12, pick up the 15s. Um, Because what I found, if you start with 10s, the 12s start to feel light really fast, and then you kind of waste your money. So if you're trying to save money because dumbbells are um, a little bit more pricey, go right to the 15s rather than the 12s. So that was actually not what I had planned to talk about in that regards, but I do want to be upfront with the at-home workouts. So that's just something that I feel passionate about um, because I do see programs out there that are advertising at home 
but to get those results, you really got to be pushing yourself and lifting as heavy as possible. So if you've been doing maybe an at-home program for the last like year or two and you've stayed with the same amount of weight, um, that's probably why the results might be stalling. So that's just something to look into as well. So Anywho, that is my program. Um, I do have the uh, Hustle, Muscle, and Flow freebie, and it's right at my homepage. If you go to andreaclawson.com slash hustle, muscle, flow preview, um, you can download the four free workouts there. So if you want more information about that, or feel free to email at any time. If you're like, whoa, I did not know about this, that I need to be lifting heavier weights to see results. Um, I love chatting about that. So just feel free to shoot me over an email and it's just Andrea at andreaclawson.com. So without further ado, then let's hop into today's topic, going to bed early, 10 PM in Ayurveda is what they say. So you want to be in bed by 10 PM basically because if you go to bed later than that, you're catching that second wind, which I know we've all had, um, you know, where all of a sudden you're like, Oh, I'm really, really tired. And then you stay up past maybe 10 o'clock or 1030, whatever that threshold is for you. And all of a sudden you're like, whoa, I'm not tired anymore. What was I saying? I can stay up all night. And then you start a new project or you turn on a new movie. And then before you know it, it's 1 a.m. And then your alarm goes off after you do get to sleep. And your alarm goes off at 6 and you had like four hours of sleep. You're tired, you're groggy, you're cranky. And you're repeating that cycle um, day in and day out because typically what happens is we just get kind of thrown off after one bad, restless night like that. So in Ayurveda, they really prefer that 10 p.m. bedtime. Also, you want to make sure you're done eating by a certain time, which I talked about in an earlier podcast, um, because when you go to bed by 10, you want to be at least done eating by 8 because you want that stomach to be digesting before you're necessarily laying down to bed. So that way, um, my husband's had this and where you had that acid reflex or your stomach feels sour at maybe midnight and you're just like, Oh, I don't feel good. Um, and that keeps you up. And so that's why we really encourage that early lighter dinner. So all of this kind of works in sync with each other. Now, um, another thing that you can do is some people I know are night owls and they're not going to enjoy that. But most people in Ayurveda, they said, can be switched to that 10 p.m. time. And I know this from actually my husband. Um, he was always a night owl until, you know, my son was born and now he kind of has switched and he will actually get to bed typically before midnight now. Um, the 10 p.m. might be a little bit early for him just because he works sometimes until nine, but he is usually in bed by midnight. And for him, that's a huge win because it used to be two or 3 a.m. So that can be switched and it's not overnight. So if you do want to step back and say, you know what, I would rather go to bed at 10 p.m. But right now you're at 1130, just back it up 15 minutes and do that for a week and then back it up another 15 minutes until you're to that time that you feel comfortable at. So that's really how I have people start is just slowly backing that train up until you get to that ideal bedtime for you. Now, another thing that helps is having kind of a routine. So something that I like to do is have an alarm on my phone. So I have an alarm on my phone that goes off an hour before I want to get um, basically into bed. So that means I'm done with my um, washing my face, brushing my teeth, all of that stuff. I'm done with that. And I'm in bed, hopefully sleeping by, say, 9.30 some nights for me. And that means my alarm will go off at 8.30. So whatever I'm doing at 8.30, I'm slowly starting to wrap up, whether it be watching a movie, whether it be working, you know, typically it's working on weeknights. Um, and then I know, okay, wrap up this project and start getting ready for bed. 
I personally like having a little bedtime routine, journaling, reading a book to help me wind down um, afterwards. And in the winter, I do enjoy a bath, which is phenomenal for helping kind of turn down the system as well. So um, I wanted to kind of give some other evening workout routines and ideas of where to start in case you're kind of perplexed and wondering, well, how can I get this routine started for me? So the first one, um, as I just said, was set a phone alarm to remind you to go to bed because sometimes that is all that we need to kind of say, oh yeah, I do need to be winding down. Um, the second one, this one's huge. Pay attention to the seasons and how your body responds different to the seasonal changes. Um, you would not believe how much I've noticed it this year compared to in the past. Um, in the past, I don't know if I've really noticed season change as much as I have now that I've really deep kind of deep dove into Ayurveda. Um, this, what would it be spring into summer now? I really noticed that change. Like I do not want to go to bed, you know, by 10 PM. Um, last summer it was a little bit different because my son was still not sleeping through the night. So I did not care if it was still light out. I wanted to go to bed, but this summer, you know, now that he's sleeping through the night, I'm kind of like, well, I want to stay up later. What do I want to do? Nothing productive or nothing that's really going to get me anywhere. You know, I, I do need the sleep because I still have early morning clients the next day, but that's just something that my body has noticed is, oh, it's still light out. I still should be up. And so seeing how that affects you. Now, again, in the fall, I'm really excited to see my summer to fall transition um, as this will be my first full year. And that will wrap up the first full year that I've been practicing my new Ayurveda kind of habits and techniques. So I'm really excited to see that change and that shift because I did notice it fall to winter that I I was ready to go to bed easily by nine most nights in the winter just because it was so dark out. And I just remember it being dark at like four or four 30 and I'm, you know, having dinner with my son and I, I loved it because it was just signaling winding down time and I had no issues going to bed earlier. So I want you to pay attention to that. Notice if you are affected by the seasonal change. And then next one is make sure that you're eating at least two hours before bedtime. So again, I preface with that before is try to eat before bedtime at least two hours to give yourself some digestion time. Next one is avoid caffeine and alcohol for a good night's sleep. Um, I know this is tough. I, um, especially in the mommy world, you know, having a glass of wine, you know, at night or every night to unwind, you know, see if you can find something else to do. Um, maybe there is a book to read or a bath to take or just something else that you can find that kind of relaxes you rather than that glass of wine. Cause that really does interrupt sleep, especially in the middle of the night. Um, where it's like two or 3 a.m. I know a lot of uh, women, if they've had a glass of wine, that's the time they tend to get up for whatever reason. The body just kind of signals to either go to the bathroom or just kind of wakes up at that time. So noticing if that's you or not. And then caffeine. Um, in Ayurveda, they really don't like a ton of coffee. Um, I personally still drink a cup or two a day, um, but I have a cutoff time. So I'm usually done with coffee by 11 a.m. So if it's around there, I usually am like, nope, it's cut off for me. So that's kind of my cutoff time. So maybe giving yourself a rule like that, if you have, um, that caffeine or you need that caffeine. So maybe instead of that three o'clock cup of coffee, uh, you cut yourself off and you have maybe a cup of warm water with some lemon in it, you know, something else just to kind of have that feeling. So that's something that I really like to do is just make myself a cup of tea. Usually either if it does have caffeine in it, it's not as much as coffee or I do my lemon water with some ginger as well. So find something else that you can kind of sip on. Next one is something else that I personally love is using dim lighting. So I have a couple lampshades that are made of like that burlap 
and that canvasy, so it's really dark. And I like that in the winter, especially because it does get so dark in our living room, um, just because it doesn't let a lot of light out. So again, it signals to my body, hey, we're winding down, we're shutting down now, and I, it's not amping me up, and I'm not feeling like, oh, I should be running around and doing stuff. It's really winding my body down. So I would highly suggest something like that, or dimmer switches, or even just shutting the lights off completely, um, or having just some dim light, candlelight, whatever you feel comfortable with in your home. Uh, next one is read or journal to unwind the mind, which I talked about already, and then taking a warm bath. So those are some ideas for the evening routines. Um, and then finding something that you can kind of take with it and try to make a go with it. So I kind of want to switch gears now into that morning routine. Um, I know we talked about this a little bit earlier with the morning routine. So I'm just going to start off with different ways to start your morning. Uh, one of the ones that I like to do is develop a morning stillness practice. So ideally the morning, because I don't think I have said this yet, is started at sunrise. So whenever the sun is coming up, that's when you kind of want your morning to start. Um, and again, if it's in the winter, you actually still do want to be getting up by 6 a.m. So that 5 to 6 a.m. is ideal time to be getting up and um, waking with the sun. And I have noticed in the summer now, I do want to wake up with the sun. Um, even on weekends, I'm still wanting to get up by 6, 6.30 most, most mornings. So taking that into account for your own body. But when you get up, then having that stillness practice, whether it be meditation, whether it be, again, journaling, or maybe say, having a prayer practice, whatever that is, um, having that time for you in the morning. And then next one, try not to deep dive into technology the first thing in the morning. Now, I would totally be a hypocrite if I said I did not do this because I do. I actually have my phone out and I am, um, I have a podcast going as I'm getting ready in the morning. And then I usually am responding to social media or emails if I need to first thing that in the morning, because I train right away in my day and I don't have time for office hours until typically one o'clock. And so if I have something urgent or a client possibly canceling on me, I have to get to that first thing in the morning as I will be seeing them an hour or two. So that's something that for me, it's not quite doable at this time in my life. Um, maybe down the road it will be. So also knowing your schedule, if you have to get to that emails or okay, that email can wait. Like if I could, I would totally wait until one o'clock. But at this time, um, that's just not an option for me just because it could be a cancellation. Um, so again, knowing what works best for you and whatever your career is. And then the next one, adding a few minutes of movement to start your day. So this is something I was really good with in the winter and the, this fall in particular. And then I've kind of dropped off this spring and summer, but like 20 minutes of yoga, I used to love to start my day. Now that it's a little bit warmer out, my body seems to be a little bit more warmed up. So I haven't needed that time to kind of go work out or, you know, even just flowing through something in my living room. So again, I'm going to get back to that habit. I'm hoping with the seasonal change. Next one, try to avoid caffeine. Again, this is the Ayurveda beliefs. Um, now, depending on who you talk to, some Ayurvedic practitioners are okay with coffee in the morning. Others are not. Uh, the first thing that they actually want you to do is have a morning bowel movement without coffee. So if you're relying on that coffee to have a bowel movement, that is a no-no. Um, but that's something to kind of pay attention to. So you're not using that as a crutch, but you're using or noticing what your body is responding to. So that's what I would suggest. Again, I have coffee um, in the mornings and it's okay for myself. I don't mind it. I am not relying on it. Um, I can take a break from it and be fine without it. And so that's also something to notice is 
do you does your body really need it or you're good if you took a day off or a week off even so that is kind of where you can start your morning routine at so the main thing though that you want to do with any of these are just staying consistent like how consistent can you be and again noticing okay this feels good at this time in the year maybe I instead of a warm bath I will start a journal practice or a stretching practice or whatever that might look like. Um, develop what works best for you and in your life. So that's what I have for you guys today. Um, let me know over on Instagram at Andrea Clausen 21 uh, what your morning routine looks like and what your evening routine looks like. So bedtimes, if anyone else is awesome around 10 p.m. or if you're a night owl. So kind of trying to switch that up and um, let me know if you struggle with any of those things. So I want everyone to, that's kind of my challenge for you this week, I guess, actually, is starting that evening routine and trying to get to bed by 10 p.m. So that's kind of the challenge I'm throwing out there to you. I typically don't do um, a challenge on my solo shows if I have a guest challenge this week, but I do want to add a second little challenge. So that's what I got for you today. I'll be back uh, in a couple weeks with Peaceful Power Practice number five. So I want everyone to go out there and spread your peaceful power. Thank you so much for listening to the Peaceful Power Podcast. And if you want more information about today's show, head on over to andreaclausen.com, where you can also find my free guide to working out for your body type. And if you haven't already, I would love it if you could rate and review the show over on iTunes and share it with any of your friends that you think would benefit from hearing the Peaceful Power message. Thanks again, and go out there and spread your peaceful power.